Ladies and gentlemen, we are live with the Hughes Sports Podcast, HSP. You stumbled am, on that. I did stumble on that. <laughs> the, the new intro got me. I am your host, Jake Hughes, alongside um, me, as always, as I hit the microphone. Uh, Kevin, how you doing, old man? The old man. I'm doing good. Don't call me Kevin. I, 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 I literally... It's, I, it's, it's one of those, oh, don't call me Kevin. Yeah, that was it. Was I? I went to go with the old man, and the first letter that came out of my mouth was a K, and I just went rolled with it. <coughs> the new intro got me all all over the place. How uh, do you guys like that new intro? Pretty freaking slick, eh? Good job, Jake. Thank you, thank you. Took a took a while to get it up and done, but we got there. There you go. There you so, go. Sorry, I'm turning my. Um, I'm trying to see why that went bing. Could, did you hear me bing? No, I didn't hear you bing. Oh, good. Then I won't. No, worry. no one heard you bang. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. So, um, how's everybody doing? <laughs> What's new? What possibly could we have to talk about this week? Well, I mean, I mean, the Canucks played one game this week. Uh, oh. Then we went on to a bye, uh, and then now it's the All Star Weekend. What possibly could have happened oh. in the world of the Canucks during the 2023 season? What possibly could have happened? It could have been a trade. Could we have had a trade? Bo Horvat has been traded. Jeff McCleary, how are you doing today? What are you guys wearing? What are you guys wearing? Why? Why? (laughs) No, don't answer that question. No, don't answer the question. Don't answer the question. When old people ask what you're wearing, don't answer. We we talked about this. I was (laughs) many years ago. I was going to bring up that if you want to see me in less clothing, February no. 10th, I'm doing a live stream on my Twitch channel wearing a bikini because of uh, donations. It's oh, a long we story. We're going to get to that. That's not me. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. No. Um, so, yeah. So, Bo, Bo Horvat has been traded. Um, the return for Bo Horvat, our captain uh, since 2017 uh, on the Canucks, is Atu Ratu, Anthony Beauvillier, and a conditional first round pick. Um, I know we were texting it as soon as it happened. As soon as I got word, I sent you a message. What were your initial thoughts on the return? Who the hell is that? <laughs> and it's Atu Rati. No, Ratu. No, it is uh, Finnish pronunciation, and it is oh, Atu okay. Rati. Yeah. Somebody else said that, and I was like, I think they're pronouncing it wrong. Yeah. I think the whole world is pronouncing this name wrong. It's Atu Rati. You would think so, but uh, the, Finnish, so. the Finns the Finns like to mess with our English pronunciation sometimes. Anyway, so my my first reaction was, I get it. They had to get rid of Bo. Yeah. For what? A rubber chicken and some stale rice? I didn't know who these people were. Never heard of them before. Um, you sent me something that said Anthony Beauvillier uh, scored 25 goals this season, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm going to pull it up just to make sure. that I believe. And then there was a conditional, I hate that word, conditional first round draft pick. Well, it, it, because it, there's it, conditions it, on it. Yeah, I know. But it's um, it can be really, really good. Or it could just be good. Yeah. So this year with the Islanders who have been, who are just outside of a playoff spot, but since Christmas, since the Christmas break, have scored only like 17 goals in 36 games. They've been on an atrocious run right now. Uh, but 49 games played, 9 goals, 11 assists for 20 points. 20 points. 
Yeah. His best year was the best pace he was on was the uh, shortened year due to COVID in 2021, the no fans era um, where he played 47 games, got 28 points. So basically double that. He is looking at almost a 50 point season. Now he's playing on a team that obviously, if you look at his uh, record for this year, yep, they suck. They're not scoring goals. They're not an offensive but, team. Not un, unlike the Canucks, who are very, very offensive minded. Yep. I think he's just after obviously doing a little bit of research after the trade came in. <coughs> I said, "Oh, hey." And I also um, found out, kind of did comparison, and to he, he you can compare him to Horvat in years past. If you look at Bo's past years, Bo's having an exceptional standout year this year. He is, but Bo is also Bo is also your captain, but also as a centerman. Yes. Probably the top centermans that we've ever seen since Manny Malhotra and Ryan Kessler. But that, that's the, he's, that's been the a, he's been a captain since 2017. Yes, during the when, roughest patches what, of... What have we done since 2017? Uh, made the playoffs once. On the back of Bo Horvat, might I add. He, he dragged so, us into so the playoffs. He dragged us into the second get, round. Did we need to remove Bo and go in a different direction? In my opinion, yeah, we did. Um, if we go back, if we take a look at last year's record of last year's stats, because you're the stat guy. Yep. And you look at Bo's stats compared to Miller's stats. Who has yep. better stats? Miller. So, of course, you're going to go with the guy. You got to remember, but you're, but you, they're, they're but working on these, on these contracts long before they're actually announced. They, they don't just... 100- throw numbers at it. No, but you, you do have guidelines where you can't negotiate before a certain amount of time. You could <sighs> If it's you're found out you the lose, team isn't you, the team isn't discussing who they're going to put together. You got Jim oh, Rutherford, the, one of the greatest GMs to to be in the league and he is he's one of the best. He what well, he hasn't sure. has he proved it here? No. He has he won Grey Cups? Has he won Grey Cups? Stanley Cups. Cups. Stanley Cups? No. Yes, he's won Stanley Cups. So he's one of the best. If you're winning a Stanley Cup, you are one of the best. Yes. No, but he got exuberantly lucky by getting Sidney Crosby. He got a generational talent on his team. If the Canucks do not get Connor Bedard, we are not getting a generational talent on our team. Can he build a team without a generational talent? It's yet to be proven. Well, I think... He's made the first step in going in the right direction, getting rid of a the the core as you called it last week. Yep, you were saying this core is hasn't done it for us. They they just no, haven't worked. They haven't. So get rid of the but, core, and he so was you, our core. Oh, 100 percent. He was the core to me. He right? was the heart and soul of the team. I mean. So, you brought up, sorry, you brought up the fact that they went with JT Miller because last year his numbers were better. Yeah. Um, so looking back at it, so that one year, the outlier year that uh, JT Miller had last year with 99 points. Yep. Uh, the year before that, he had 46 in 53 games. Uh, the year before that, he had uh, 40 or 72 in 69 games. Um, 
Uh, the year before that, he had 47 and 75 games. Right. So let's sure. let's just go back to 2018, 2019, which is where I went back to with Miller. 2018, 2019, uh, Bo Horvat had 61 points, 53 points the year after that. Um, the year after that, he got uh, sorry, 61 points a year after that, not 33. 53 points in 2019, 2020. 2021, 39 in a shortened season, of course. 52 last year. Um, and in the playoffs, Bo actually scored at a ridiculous 12 goals in 17 games. Or sorry, 10 goals in 17 games. Miller put up six goals in 17 games. Okay, so to me, the the argument of well, Miller was better last year is a is a null and void argument. Then why not trade him for his max value? They the 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 team the, the Jim Rutherford. I went off Gallagher. on a rant on you last week. Don't make me do it again. You can't trade Jim, everybody. Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin decided that they thought Miller was going to be regression proof. That he wasn't going to regress the the after this year. Now look at this year: forty nine games, forty four points. And you can't tell me we're not scoring. We're scoring at a we're scoring at a top five rates. Yeah. So, so what do you, we signed how do him you, though. So he's already signed. You can't unsign him. No, but so but they made the decision when they signed him that Bo had to leave. That was the decision yes. they made at that time. Oh, 100%. But they did offer Bo a contract at the number that would work for the Canucks, not at the number that would work for Bo. Yeah, and you're criminally underpaying. You're criminally underpaying a guy to play in a team where the media is insane. I love the media and I love the fans, but we are a high pressure uh, media place. A team that's underperformed every single year since he's been captain, not to his fault in any shape, way, or form. They have never put a team. They have never put a team together behind him. Has he been a leader? Yes. How do you? How do you judge? How do you judge a leader? He's been the face of the organization. He's okay. been out there for interviews after terrible losses and terrible decisions. When the uh, sure. before they fired Travis Green, who did they keep uh, prating out? It was Bo Horvat and Travis Green. Those are the two guys who had to answer the questions that um, at the time Benning and Francesco didn't want to answer. He was out there. He's in the community, donating millions of dollars to charity, doing oh. the Make Wishes and everything like that. JT oh, Mill. Tons of players do that. Tons 100%. of players do that. Tons of I don't. Say, do I wouldn't that. say tons. I would say. Was he a great player? Is he a great player? Of course, yes. he's a great player. Was he good for the Canucks in the position they had him? Yes. I honestly can say no because we only made the playoffs once since 2017. Look at the teams it, he played the, on. There's no. There's been no chemistry on this team. How many times have we watched a game since 2017 together where we're both like. Man, they just don't have heart. I get, I don't mind losing. It's been since 1970. I don't mind losing. I just want to see effort and heart. This team has had, has lacked that so drastically for the last 10 years. So you'd rather, you'd rather JT Miller slamming his stick? At least he's showing fucking heart. Oops. You didn't the, the guy who slams his, skate, his stick against the the boards At and against the glass, he's some heart. and then and then lackadaisically skates back as if he's out for a stroll on the outdoor rink to back check. That's not a leader. Who said he was? Nobody the said contract. he was. You're the arguing contract, the contract they signed him to 
states he should be a leader. No, he's not going to be a captain. I'd be shocked if they... Was was Luongo Luongo a leader? Back in the day. Can Can he play with his heart? Can a whale be a leader? (laughs) I know you refer to him as a whale. Was he a leader on our winning teams? Was he out there busting his ass, working hard? Of course he was, but did he have the C? Yeah, he did. He did. Remember, it was a controversial. He had the exactly. C on his mask. Did, right. were, did he ever have the emotion explode? Miller's not your captain. Then why are you paying him a captain's wage? Because he's good. He's not good. <laughs> he's had two seasons above a point a game. Okay, so two. we could go back and forth and back and forth. The the, the people that that run the team... I was going to say that no better, but I question that at times. I the, question it completely. The team that they've decided Miller's staying, Horvat's gone. Which I think is just the... Miller, Jeff McCleary, Miller equal, equals Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> I can't agree more, Jeff. <laughs> I wouldn't it's... say he's a Pillsbury Doughboy. So... Uh, has he performed this year? No, he sucked. He has sucked did he perform two years ago? No, <laughs> he's had one season. He's performed on the Canucks. Yeah, well, one. So maybe he'll pick it up. So now, however, it's gone. Where do we go? What what happens next? Rumors are heating up. I've been seeing on the internet and from the experts. It, rumors are uh, or uh, things are heating up around Brock Besser being traded. He's struggled here. We, I think he's a great player. I just don't think he's. Leave I don't think he's in a sec. right spot. Yep. If you trade, if you trade him, Besser. Yep. Jeff McCleary turnovers galore. You think? I every time Miller touches a puck, I cringe. <laughs> I'm not defending Miller. Please don't get me wrong. I'm defending, defending the Miller. team's decision to get rid of Horvat. Fair. So. Um. We trade Besser. Yep. What do we get for him? Knowing that we've got two players that um, have an upside and we could end up with a top 15 pick. Uh, so, yeah, Horvath. actually, so before we jump into Brock Besser, actually, let's go through what we got in return for Bo Horvat okay. before we go off on a side tangent because we're going to forget to come back to it. Um, Atu Rati, or Atu Ratu, sorry. Atu Ratu. Um, Atu Ratu. I'm going to call um, him is a very, no, He's a ratty. He is a very young player. He's 20. He plays center. Um, he's played 12 games in the NHL only. Again, on a very middling Islanders team. Um, upside no galore. Yeah. He, he was supposed to be like the top pick in the NHL draft in his year in 2021. But he had a bad draft year. The season he played... Um, in 2021, leading up to that draft, did not perform up to expectations. Um, and that that killed him. In that year, he played uh, 47 games and only scored 41 points, um, which was way below expectations for him uh, from, the, from the scouts. So he dropped, and the Islanders were able to pick him up with the 52nd overall. Oh, okay. I think he's a, I think he's a great piece because in... A year, two years, like this time next year, maybe the beginning of the 25-26 season, he will be an NHLer. Oh, really? You think that, eh? I think that. I think so. I don't think he'll be he'll be a great third liner. 
Like, I don't think he's going to be uh, a superstar. I think he's going to be a solid NHL player on a on a winning team. And I'm hoping oh, okay. that's going to happen in two to three years. The way the, the organization's going, that's the way it is. Uh, now, gotcha. Anthony Beauvillier. Anthony Beauvillier is a completely other statement because I believe he has the rest of this year and one more year left on his contract at 4.1 million. So which really opens up a lot of cap space. And the Islanders have been trying to trade him for a while. Right. He wasn't a first round pick back in 2015, but just hasn't performed in the regular season. His playoff numbers are fantastic for a, again, a second, third line player. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and then a, the conditional first round pick. Yes. If it's 12, if they finish 13. So it is what they call top 12 protected. So what okay. that means is if the pick that the Islanders have in 2023 is 12 or better, they get to choose to keep it. So if... And then we would get next year's. If they keep it, we get next year's unprotected, which means if it even if they get the first overall, it's still our pick. Right. So the thought process on that, I've heard from... Uh, I listen to Sakaris and Price quite frequently, and they had... I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh, Darren Dreger on. Sakaris and Price it. are two of the top... Uh, sports guys out of Vancouver, just to add yes. that in. Yes, they are uh, very well trusted. They were on the radio for years and years until TSN 1040 shut down. And now they have their own podcasts and are doing quite well with it from the sounds of it. But they, um, I think it was Darren Dreger that said, if Lou Lamorello and the Islanders can't sign Bo before the draft, more than likely they'll, no matter where that pick is, they're going to let the Canucks take it this year. Unless it's, then, unless it's number three. Because okay. I mean, a top three pick, you're there's no reason, no way you're giving that up, right? Unless you're completely blowing up your team and tanking for next year. The, the next year, the thought process there is that the Islanders, if they aren't able to sign Bo Horvat, they're going to kind of do what the Canucks are doing now and rebuild, do a, a retool, and they're going to need that draft capital in the coming years. So I think it's, a, I think honestly, uh, my first reaction was what the hell is this to after doing some research, listening to experts, reading up on everything that this is probably the best trade the Canucks have made in 10 years. Interesting. Interesting that you would say that. Yeah. Being because such a big Horvat fan. It, and it has, that's the thing is it has nothing to do with Horvat. Like it's a hundred percent the looking at it objectively. We have a, a player who's becoming Can a you UFA. Do that? Yeah, I know it's shocking. I don't have to be irrational about everything. But wow. um, standing back and looking at it, you have a UFA player who's going to get you three assets. I don't care who it is. Gretzky was traded. Anyone's tradable. Gretzky was never traded. He was sold. Just for he the was, record. He was traded. From where? From Edmonton to LA. Or from LA to New York. L.A. to New York, not Edmonton. Not Edmonton to uh, L.A. He was sold. Pockleton sold them to um, L.A. I remember it vividly. And what year did that happen? Jeez. Had to be mid-80s? Because I, I was working for a place called Adprint Markings in their metal department. And the news came out about 3 o'clock, 3.30. 
1988. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, August 9th, 1988. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, he was traded. He was traded. Really? I could have sworn they just paid cash. The trade that thought most could never happen. Um, blah, 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 blah. Coming to the Oilers in return were center Jimmy Carson, first round draft, uh, draft pick Martin Jelena, uh, first round picks in 89, 91, and 93, and 15 million dollars. I knew there was money involved. There was definitely money involved. And <clears throat> I do believe, I don't know who the commissioner was at the time, but I do believe the NHL uh, might be a conspiracy theory or just a theory that I have. The NH NHL pushed for it to get it done. Oh, really? Because they, because they needed LA to survive. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Right? You get you get a superstar down in LA, it's going to turn a buzz. You're going to get Hollywood out there. You're going to get everyone out there to it was Ziggler. watch him. What? It was Ziggler. I don't... Commissioner. I, I was born the same year that Mr. Bettman took over. I've only known a NHL with Gary Bettman, which is crazy because we're going on 30, 30 years. It's been years of just Gary over Bettman. 30 years. A couple days over 30 years that he's of been... Gary Bettman. And you know what? Let's touch on that just because we're yeah. there. So I put out I put out a poll on Twitter. Um, being as someone who's turning 30 in a few days, I don't know the NHL without Gary Batman. So I don't know what it was like before, and I don't know what it'll be like in the future when he decides to either leave or die. Because I think the, I think honestly that's the type of guy he is. He will be at this job until he no longer is physically able to. Yeah. Well, but, and I mean, he's been there so long. He's got to be doing something right. People need to remember, he's there for the owners. Yeah. Not for got, you or I. He's got 32 bosses. Yes. And he's appeasing them, obviously. Is he's he, been there for he, 30 plus years. Or has he ingrained himself to the NHL so much that he can now dictate to them as well? Mm. Everybody's I think there's replaceable. Some of that. Everybody's wrong, replaceable. I think, I think he's a, he's replaceable, but I think there's things where he can go to an owner and say, you need to do this, and they're going to listen. Oh, yeah, because he's I think, been around I think for 30 a, years, and he's done a lot of things look, right. Like if you look at Vegas and you look at Seattle, yeah. they're going to go to Bet, Gary, Gary Bettman's office anyways and say, hey, we need to do this. How do we do it properly? Yeah. Fans I mean, might has not he like made him. his mistakes? Arizona. Yes, and he won't let it go. Arizona. Yes, because he's a stubborn old fart. Arizona. Yes. But what? Look at the look at the rights deal that the NHL signed in the Huge. in the States. Look at the rights deals that they've signed in Canada. I mean, he came from the NBA. He didn't just come out of nowhere. He wasn't no. a hockey guy. No. He's a businessman. He knows how to run a business. And um, in and in that, he brought a lot of things that the NHL wasn't doing that the NBA was. Exactly. Including this weekend's All Star Game, that was Gary Bettman. He when he brought when he came in, that was his bringing. He brought the All Star Game to the NHL. Did they have an All Star Game before that? I believe so, but it was a very different format. They oh, never okay. had like the the skills competitions. They never had all the ancillary things to the All Star Game. They would have an All Star Game where it was USA versus the or North America versus the world or East versus West, and it was a one game, one day sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the, spe um, the spectacle that he tries or has made it, it is to. now. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, you look at what's happening down in Florida right now, um, as as you've seen, uh, because I know you watched the Rod Peterson show. I um, you a close friend of the show. And he, he lives down there in um, Boca Raton, Florida, which is just a short little jaunt away from where everything's happening. I can't think of the name of the city that everything's happening in. Um, but it's big. There's, It's a big deal. Will yeah. I watch it? No. no. <laughs> I, Sunrise, I, I Florida. Just, Sunrise, that's, yes. Um, no. It's... It's, it's honestly, about it's all about promoting the league yeah. and who you're promoting that league to. Kids, but also not just that, but the mass American population, the people who aren't listening to this podcast, the people yes. who are going to turn it on and be like, what is this? While they're skating around a rink as fast as possible and, and doing goofy things in the shootout. They, the problem with the NHL right now, it's the same problem that the N or the MLB has. What personalities do you have? There are very few people that are yeah. big enough to be a personality outside of the NHL. So right now I can well, think of one. Next next year you'll have another one. Will he be a personality outside of the NHL? Dude, the kid is literally selling out. We're talking about Connor Bedard for the people who yes. don't realize who we're talking about. The kid is selling out arenas all over Canada. He literally came to Calgary last night, sold out of the dome. The NHL Flames have only done that four times this season in 40-some-odd yes. games. The Calgary well, Hitmen, their junior team, sold out the dome. Yeah. No. Um, don't it's give me a, he's a draw. But like when I think of characters bigger than hockey, you've got Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Well, Bedard is... Bedard is going to be spoken with the same reverence as I so was, speak of Gretzky. So was Crosby. So was Ovechkin. Those not really. Not in the same. They, it, they, interviewed, <laughs> they interviewed Sidney Crosby at 14. <clears throat> he was 14 yeah. and they had, they had already labeled him the next one. And he, was. he wasn't. He wasn't as. Did they change a rule for Crosby? Uh, I'm using. You I, could, don't you hate when I use your own shit against you? Don't you? you freaking, it actually drives you crazy that I can remember something and then go boop and use so, it against you in a court of well, law. I mean, <laughs> yes, you, you're you're not wrong. They haven't changed any rules for Crosby because Crosby isn't as creative as who, Wayne Gretzky. Who, was. who did they change rules for? So I have an argument against this, but they, the, the, I, this was my argument to the old man before Wayne Gretzky had rules yeah. changed for him. They, in, they implemented a two line pass because he was breaking away from people too quickly. Um, and they, well, what, what other rule did they bring in? I, a instigator rule. They brought in instigator. an instigator rule because they, people were protected. People were trying to freaking taking runs at him. And, so, but in all honesty, like, yes, a Crosby, you know, Vetchkin, they weren't as, on the same level as a Gretzky. Like they were, he, Gretzky's here, they were there. I mean, Ovechkin, like they were still don't, big. Ove, don't get me wrong, Ovechkin's pushing Gretzky's record that was never going to be broken. Uh, I hope it's I know, not. mean you, mean you don't agree with it, but that's the national narrative. That's the international narrative that Ovechkin's going to play another 17 seasons to be able to beat Gretzky's record. But 
Looks I don't think he needs 17 seasons, but he's not going to have a season like he, he's not going to continue having seasons like he is that's what, today. But that's what they keep, and again, I'm playing devil's advocate here because I don't think he's going to beat the record. Yeah. But they keep saying that about him. He's what, yeah. 30, he entered in 2005. So add 18 years. So he's 36. And he's still having a season that most NHLers would love to have once in their life. Yeah. Right? Like, but. <laughs> There's no taking it away. What I'm getting at, though, is where were we going? Oh, there's no, the, there's no, um, there's not that one player anymore that no. um, stands out. Um, sorry, somebody commented. I'm going to yeah. finish my thought first, Ron. Um, there's not that one player that stands out uh, heads and shoulders above everybody else every yeah. single game he plays. Bedard, you got to remember, Bedard came into the juniors. They made a special exemption. They have a rule, a special exemption yep. rule that can, if you're that good, you can come yep, in at that, 15. That Crosby, that Crosby got. He came in at 15 and to is tearing the league up. Not just a little bit. Like you saw him play last night. He's so, bit, yep. he's so much better than anybody else on the ice. Yeah, Even so in came, the World Juniors, he's that much better than anybody so for, on the ice. For reference, he came into the WHL in 2021, which was a terrible season to start because he only got 15 games in before yeah. COVID shut everything down. In 15 games, he had 28 points. <laughs> his insane. first full his first full season with no fan, or not even, yeah, I think it's a full season, um, with no fans, 21-22 with the Regina Pats. 62 yeah. games, how many points? So-called God's team. What the hell? Every time they say that, I think, why are they talking about my Vancouver Canucks? <laughs> how many points do you think you got in 62 games? Uh, 120? 100. Oh, okay. 100. <laughs> I was going 22-23, so uh, 36 games only. Part Partway through the season, how many points do you think he's at? He's at, what, 50-something, isn't he? 90 points. Jesus. He's at 44 goals and 46 assists. And here's the thing, looking at it, he's not a pure goal scorer. He's not a playmaker. First full season or um first full season in, with the Regina Pats, 51 goals, 49 assists. This year, 44 goals, 46 assists. He's a phenom who's not just passing the puck to open people and scoring. He's making the goals he's his creativity on the ice is insane oh, he sees the game 12 steps ahead of what anyone else can see exactly and i'm very interested to see when he gets into the nhl how that translates because there is a we know there's a huge jump from whl to nhl it's not it's not a small step it's a huge step huge and you know so, what i have no doubt in my mind that this kid is going to come in next year step on the ice and be a is it is it an Uber star? Is that a word? Uber star? Because there's a I superstar. Sure. We just, and we just made it up star. right now. Yeah, because it's once in a lifetime. It's once in a generation we see a player like this. Um, he's special. There, anybody that says he's not hasn't watched this kid play. He's yeah. special, and he's worked his. Butt off. Oops, you went so, all blurry. Whoa, I went all blurry. Uh, he, um, he, he worked his butt off to get there. So 2005, we just talked about uh, Crosby entered the league. Connor Bedard was born that year. 
<laughs> Think about that. That for makes a me feel old because I remember Crosby getting drafted. <laughs> Insane. Um, Ron, we're gonna get to football talking just a little bit. And I'll answer. I was your gonna question. say I was I was thinking, and unless you've got anything else, that this talking about the draft would be a great time to transition yeah. Yeah, yeah. to the CFL because the um when was this released? This was released um January 26th, so couple couple days ago. Couple days ago. Just, just, last uh, week. just over, literally last week. Yeah. Uh, the top twenty prospects. But before we jump into that, Ron, uh, appreciate you jumping into the chat and asking a question. We're going to throw it up on here. Um, he knows we're both Lions fans. Are you concerned Butler is not signed and no QBs other than VA Vernon Adams, who I am not that high on? Well, I honestly believe that the Lions aren't done yet. I really believe they're going to sign Butler. I'm hoping. Um, What's our um, owner's name? Amar Doman. Very smart man. Very smart businessman. Um, yeah. He'll do what's good for business. I think we're there's a young kid. Young kid. Everybody's a young kid if they're still playing uh, football in my eyes. Um, that, that lives in Reno, Los, uh, Reno, Nevada. That has stated that he wants to play close to home. Uh, he wants to play in the CFL and be closer to home. Um, he doesn't want to play in Regina anymore. His name is Cody Fajardo. And I honestly believe uh, he is leaning towards the Lions. I believe they're not supposed to talk yet because they're not allowed to. Um, yeah, because the negotiation window hasn't opened yet. No, I forget when that is. Uh, I will Google it. It's not – It's not. I know free trade – like. Um, the free agency is the on Valentine's Day, but there's yeah. a window that you're allowed. I want to say the tw is it today or the twelfth? Had two in it. February anyway, 5th. February February fifth at noon Eastern time. I honestly believe shortly thereafter you will see a signing of Cody coming to the Lions, um, and I don't think he's done it that. Um, I think we've got um, three or four. Um, free agents that we still need to sign if my February 5th is open to talk to other teams. Exactly. Yes, yeah. Ron, that is correct. Um, so on, on Sunday noon Eastern time, so 10 o'clock uh, Mountain Time, our time, is when you'll probably start hearing rumors, to be completely yeah. honest. Well, you're going to hear all kinds of rumors before that, unstantiated. I've heard all kinds of things that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go on the record as saying Cody signs in BC. Bold claim. Last time we had a bold claim on the Hughes Sports Podcast, it was off by one day. So let's see how... Uh, and Dane Evans is. will sign, because it's important now, Where before we get into the, um, the draft, is who goes yeah. where. Dane yes. Evans, I believe, will be the Riders' next quarterback. Trevor Harris is also... Been mentioned. Been mentioned uh, as he is a free agent right now. Mm -hmm. um, do you see any way where instead of signing a, a quarterback, signing a Fajardo or signing someone, you go with VA? You sign a couple backups who you have star potential and they're whoever their scouting is, team is, they're doing a bang up job because they found like a few of the big stars in the CFL the last few years. 
Uh, I mean, with can, if, can Vernon be a starter? <sighs> sure. I guess he could. I wasn't impressed with his record of uh, last year. Um, it's, I believe he, he wasn't even at 500, was he? Um, My, I don't know. No, he wasn't because um, Nathan went 8-1. Um, and then when he we finished um, eight and five, I think. No, that's not right. He's looking it up, folks. He's I'm looking, looking it, it up, up, and it's it's not showing me the what I'm looking for. So uh, keep around. Well, what was the look up the Lions' record for last year? That's that's what I'm doing right now. Oh, okay. So Ron's asking, what is he asking? One of the problems with the QB is that Campbell seems to be very reluctant to use anyone other than the number one. This makes Lions unattractive, I would say. Harris, too expensive. I do agree Harris is probably too expensive. Uh, we went 10 and 6. Yeah, so he went basically 2 and 6. Like, he wasn't yeah. that good. <laughs> no. Right? Two. I think he went 2 and 5. And then, um, what's his name, came in and didn't he start? I think game. yeah, they the last game I think he started played a played a quarter or something. Yeah, something like quarter that. and a half. Something in like that somewhere. So that's my prediction. Cody Fajardo, BC Lions. Do you see any other signings? Dane Evans. Sorry. Do you see any other signings that BC needs to make? They need to sign. Well, if they're not going to sign Butler, then we're going to have to find a running back. Yeah. Right. I would be shocked if we don't sign Butler if there's not a an announcement um, shortly. Yeah, I think he'll not, hear that before the fifth. It's shocking to me. I honestly didn't know he wasn't signed. Well, um, I, you know what? I question. I'm just BC Lions. I'm trusting Ron. He's he seems to be pretty good with his facts. He is. He's he's a he's a pretty smart cookie. That guy. Pretty smart but, cookie. Here we go. Yeah, I, I was only going to jump into some of the scouting for yes. the upcoming draft. So let's go there. On the screen, one second, if I can click the right button on the screen, is the draft order for the first round. You'll notice that our BC lines are not in the first round. That is because we made a trade with Montreal yeah. to uh, get Vernon Adams. And that's the reason we don't have a first round pick. So the CFL put out their, the CFL Scouting Bureau put out their winter edition rankings um, where a gentleman named Chase Brown from uh, Illinois uh, school, school, what school is that? The Illinois University. <laughs> University um, of Illinois. No. No. Illinois University. Oh, okay. There you go. But I know. Um, from London, Ontario is the running back and he's been the consensus number one pick for a while. Oh, really? Okay. Um, he hasn't P moved. Position? I, running back? Uh, he is a running back. Running back. Uh -huh. uh, running back. Yeah. So 2022 season, he had 1,643 rushing yards, which is the fourth most in the NCAA. Uh, 13 touchdowns, 10 rushing, three receiving. Average of five yards per carry and 10 100-plus rushing yard games. Wow. Wow. He was a finalist in the Doak Walker Award as a top running back in college. Um, he was second team selection on the official all-star American teams. He received the 2022 John Cornish trophy, which is the top Canadian in the NCAA. Fair. Uh, wow. He was, 
he accepted an invitation to participate in Reese's Senior Bowl, which is a uh, bowl game that is after all the other bowl games, just for seniors that are. <laughs> and it's called the do. Reese's? Reese's Senior Bowl. It's like the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yep. You know, when you, I think if the, uh, your, your team wins, they just fill the, the one of the bowls with it. And that's what you hang out. I, I joke because I think they have so many damn cups down there that they do, it's but insane. So, I so mean, NCAA draws more fans than the CFL does. And it's super fun football to watch. It'll be interesting. What I'm going to be interesting to see is if obviously we don't see BC's name there, as you mentioned, Yep. Do do they make a trade for a first rounder? That's what I was just thinking. With Butler not being signed, do we see a trade here imminently? Yeah. Do we see a trade Friday, Saturday, and a deal in place for Butler wherever he's traded to, whether that be the Red Blacks? Um, I mean, Red Blacks, if they're looking at taking Chase Brown, would be the, the target um, yeah. for that. And then you've got a super young running back to build your team around exactly the only, thing, the only thing is then is you're you're sacrificing probably this next year with a with a subpar uh running back yeah because i don't know if you can take chase brown right now and throw him into the cfl even though he is a he is a london ontario native he's been playing the nfl game for four years yeah but i mean <laughs> Does do they need a year to adapt? Do they have to go in the practice roster, our practice roster for a year? They don't. They don't need to. No, but I. I no, it, but I'm might, saying, like, do you think they need to? I don't think a practice roster, but I'm thinking limited place, uh, and progressively more throughout the season. I don't know if you're good. There's a lot. There's a lot more than you he's, realize. He's played, but he's played Canadian football. Not much. I don't think. Well, yeah, he would he, have played. He would have if he's from Ontario. He would have I played believe, Canadian football through his high school. I, that's why I'm trying to speak. I believe he. And I could be wrong on this. I believe Chase Brown moved down into the United States to play high oh, school he? in the United States. Oh, okay, that would make I, a difference. I believe, then. Th th and that's where I'm saying it might be challenging. Um, yeah. Number two pick is a defensive back named Sidney Brown from London, Ontario, also from Illinois University. Interesting. Um, 59 tackles, uh, 40 solo, and 19 assisted. Six interceptions, which is first in the Big Ten, which is one of the conferences down in the States. Don't ask me what conference is which. But second in the NCAA with seven pass breakups, three and a half tackles for a loss, and one sack. Hmm. That is 100% true, Ron. Andrew Harris. However, Andrew Harris went through a different, completely different um uh, program because he is a product of the Vancouver Island Raiders. Yes. He went through the ju the the junior the major junior league um, in uh, Canada to get to the CFL. But yes, you are right. Can the there have been great a lot of great uh, Canadian running backs. And again, I don't know if that was a Wally Buono find because that was during the Wally Buono times at BC. But we are the ones who found him. I mean, he did play very close to BC. Uh, to Vancouver at being on the island. But yeah. uh, Andrew Harris was found by the BC Lions, and I don't know how much of that staff is still around from from finding him. It, it's not like the NHL where everything's so public with yeah. hirings and hirings and everything like that. Well, uh, I was not, shocked, actually. I was shocked just to touch on that um, yeah. when you're talking about coaches, that they have a really tight budget 
um, like a, a cap for their administration. It's very I, when I, I and actually I um, got this information from Rod Rod Peterson of yep. the Rod Peterson Show. Um, we had a conversation about it, and um, it's really quite a tight tight um, budget that they're they have to follow. And hmm. thus, you see a lot of um, firings and hirings um, when people get to a certain point, they have to drop them. They have to drop them, move them, and then they move places. And it's not that they do, they want to, it's because they have to, they can't afford them, and they need to bring in the younger guys because they can pay them less. Is that now, is that <laughs> why you see a lot of the bigger name coaches become coaches slash um, GMs? Yes. Right, like Rick Campbell. Because you don't see that coach. in the NFL. No, well, you do sometimes. I mean, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick was the GM for quite a while. I think he still is of the Pats. Oh, okay. That's the first one that jumps to mind. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen in the same frequency it does in the CFL. I'll say exactly. No, um, I mean, yeah. there's also a lot more money just in period well, with yeah. the with the NFL. But when you have your salary cap for your administration. People need to do multiple things. Yes, exactly. Right? I didn't know that. How like, you know how low that budget I, is, or I don't, I, I don't know if he even told me a number. Um, okay. I will look at that and see if I can get that for next week. Yeah, because uh, that'd be an interesting breakdown of like, I mean, we know CFL players don't make that much in comparison to uh, NFL players. It's gotten a lot better since the early two thousands, where and mid two thousands, where they had to also have another job. Um, yes. to to make ends meet they're at least making most of them are making enough money to play football for full-time to be an athlete full-time which is why i think you'll be seeing a huge jump in the the quality of play in the cfl when you allow an athlete to be a full-time athlete 365 days a year that's changes everything well yeah i mean you go back when we lived in Kelowna uh, back yeah. in 99 2000 um who was our neighbor? I don't remember his name. McClellan. Was... Uh, Spencer McClellan. Yes. Um, receiver for the BC Lions. A very good receiver, I might add. And uh, he tells a story about um, them losing in the Western semifinal. And his, his, he was an electrician by trade. And his boss literally called him on his cell phone. And at, right after the game, he was still in the dressing room. And said, so are you coming back to work Monday? That's insane to think about. Like, right. And that's that's something you'd hear in the 60s. You'd think you'd hear in the 60s and 70s. This exactly. was only 20 years ago, 22 years ago. Exactly. It's funny. I still get a kick out of it every time I think about it. It's like, yeah, that was fun. It's Yeah, it's insane. So continuing on this top five list. Yeah. Um, number three is a defensive line. Uh, Tavius Robinson from the University of Mississippi. Uh, another Ontario boy from Guelph. Oh, interesting. Um, Lots of Ontario boys on this this list. Um, I believe in the CFL, you're more likely in the first round to draft a Canadian because Americans are going to try to find a way to play in America. Of course, you've got yes. you've got arena football, you've got the US USFL, you've got the XFL, and then you've got the NFL, right? Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, uh, Tavius Robinson. I hope I'm saying that right. 2022 with 13 games started, 44 tackles, seven sacks, five forced fumbles, and two fumble recoveries. Um, three seasons with Mississippi, 90 tackles, so an average of 30 tackles 
uh, a season, 11 and a half sack, 14 tackles for a loss. Um, prior to Mississippi, two seasons at University of Guelph, where he had 65 tackles, 13 and a half sacks, was a 2018 All-Star, All-Rookie team and a 2019 um, second team All-Star. So this is the type of guy you can, if you draft third, you're pop, plopping and playing because he's you can plug and play. still yeah. familiar with the Canadian game. Exactly. Definitely. Right? And, I, and I think that might give him, a, give him an advantage over that next defensive lineman, which I'm looking at right now on the list I don't have um, in front of me. Do, 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 do. Where is the next one? Is number eight. In the t- okay, so we're at number what three? Did you three? Yeah, I have the top five with okay. uh, details. Top f- number four. Yes, is an offensive lineman named City Sao. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I guarantee you, I'm not. Uh, is from the from Eastern Michigan, um, and is originally from Bromont, Quebec. Um, Thirteen games started, allowed only two sacks in nine hundred. Allowed two sacks in 949 snaps. Wow. Uh, it, uh, his team finished in red zone efficiency and third down percentages and second in team passing efficiency. The old lineman, I feel like it's like lineman, I feel it's a lot harder to get stats that impress. But yeah. if, I mean, two sacks allowed in 949 snaps, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, How big is he? What did they give his size? Uh, they don't on that list. Really? Uh, they don't um, on the list okay. I'm at. Okay. Um, and then number five is Matthew Bergeson, another offensive lineman, uh, plays at Syracuse, is originally from Victoriaville, Quebec, um, was a team captain in 2022, um, allowed only f- four sacks and 686 snaps and only penalized three times. Um, offensive line allowed teammate Sha- running back Sean Tucker to rush for second straight 1,000-yard season in 2022. <sighs> And the first player in program history to record back-to-back seasons with 1,000 plus rushing yards and 250 plus receiving yards. Now, well, you know what's interesting with that with that yep. list, top five. Yep. What's missing out of that top five? Um, a quarterback. Yeah. Um, Your first. I was told there was an list. there was a very a massive lack of CFL of CFL quarterbacks of Canadian quarterbacks. Um, in the that are at the level where they could be drafted and pl- and play in any league. Um, so looking at this list, I have at the top twenty with no a lot less inter- information. Yeah, um, not one single quarterback in the top twenty. And there are probably most of them are going to be Canadians in the top twenty. You would think. Yeah, yeah. Right. For the because most you're part, going you're going to draft. It's a fact. You're going to draft your Canadians. First three- your first three rounds are usually Canadians, uh, mm-hmm. so, or almost exclusively. Yeah, because it just makes sense. Or may, is yeah. this just the Canadian draft, and then they have a U.S. draft? Or, or are we missing? No, I something? don't believe so. No, 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 no. They have no, no. It, it's not like the MLS, the uh, soccer league, uh, footy league in uh, in North America, where they have two different drafts. Oh, okay. That's and that's, you're funny. That's you get yeah, out of my head. They have they have the super draft, which you can um you can draft foreign players to a negotiation list, and oh. you can and then they have their regular draft where you can just draft the uh play, the national players. Oh, okay. So yeah, I don't know. Quarterbacks are hard to find, and even harder to find if they are Canadian. Like yeah, Canadian, 
other, other than Nathan Rourke, when was the last time we had a great Canadian quarterback? You got me. Ricky Ray and um, Anthony Calvillo. Ricky Ray from Canada? I, I don't know why his name jumped to my mind. I don't. I'm thinking he's not, but I could be. He is, totally an, he is an American. What about Anthony Calvillo? I don't think so. I, and you know what? I mean, that just tells you. Uh, no, our, he's born in Los Angeles. Yeah, no, I'm. Yeah, there's like it's unheard of to have um, a Canadian QB. I remember. Um, who? Yeah, Ron says no. Ricky Ray was California. Um, I can't think, and I, I mean, I followed the league pretty close. I can't yes. remember another Canadian quarterback. There was one up in Edmonton this year. Was it Edmonton? Because there yep. was two Canadian quarterbacks starting, and they said it was like the first time in blank years, in modern yeah. history, that that's actually happened. Also, Ron, in the chat, I appreciate you for uh, hanging out and chatting. Canadian draft only. U.S. is all free agents, but you have to have the U.S. players on your negotiation list. Yes. Yeah, see, I so thought so. It is only a Canadian draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. U.S. is all free agents. Yeah. But you have to have them on your negotiations list, and right. I'm sure there's a process to that. Michael O'Connor, but he hasn't really had a chance as the other Canadian quarterback. And who does he play for? Edmonton. You already said that. Yeah. So. There you go. Whew. I can breathe. <laughs> you can that was breathe a lot again. of words. That was a lot of words and a lot of research I had to do tonight because someone <laughs> at the last minute decided he, he didn't understand who was everything. That? Who is that? Uh, I, Why? Who, I don't know who it could be. <laughs> who is that? Why? Who? When? Why? Today at uh, about 4.35 as I'm driving home. He was with the Lions, but it yeah, looks like so he Connor, Yeah, oh. I thought so. I didn't want to say that. I was waiting for Ron to pipe up because I know Ron's a huge Lions fan. Um, almost as big, as big as a Lions fan as I am. Does, um, now, does he, he, doesn't, a... he doesn't have a cardboard cutout of Louis Pasaglia like I do. How'd you but, how'd you know I was gonna ask that? Because <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about fanhood, you gotta you gotta go all the way. I'm gonna bring him up. I'm gonna think I'm gonna just put him right over here for every show. Right in that area. What do you think? Just, Have Louis stand what, what's, there? Sorry, what sort of motion were you just doing with your hands? Right there. You're gonna do <laughs> all right then. <laughs> what are you doing? You're, if you're if you're uh, lis if you're listening on a podcast, please do come back and watch even just the last five minutes of the YouTube show, because I'm pretty sure the old man is trying to fondle some uh, some imaginary Louis Pasaglia cutouts uh, on stream. Used to work at BC Place at Lions Games from 19 1990 to 95. Nice, nice. I was barely alive during those times. That was back when they used to get a good crowd at the BC Place. See, no. I'm so old, Ron. I remember sitting in the, um, we used to go as kids. We used to, if you had three old Dutch, old Dutch potato chip bags, just the single individual serving bags, you could get in free to a Lions game. And they used to have a grass hill you would sit on underneath the scoreboard in the north end zone. And we went to every game. We sat there in every game. It was awesome. It was so much fun. <laughs> That yes, is Jake. that's wild. Cool. That is wild to me that you could just get in with bags of chips. 
Well, you didn't. You like you didn't have to give them the chips. You ate the chips. You just kept no, yeah, no. But you just need the bags. <laughs> yes. So, and you needed three. Yeah, I I get that. And how many did? How much did the bags cost? Like ten cents a bag? Oh, probably five. Like it wasn't expensive. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe ten, fifteen. Who knows? So we touched on it at the very uh, end of the uh, the intro there. What can the CFL do? to bring viewership back, in your opinion? Whew. I, I think I've, I've got to, I don't know if I was on this show, um, or it was just you and I yakking. It drives me nuts, absolutely drives me crazy that um, the teams don't support the local media. And when I say that, we live here in just outside of Calgary. I have season tickets to the games. Yeah. There's no coverage to anything of the games until the day of. And then it's two hours pr- prior to the game, maybe one hour, sometimes not even that. Why don't the team say, you know what? Here's five players. Every team, every week a home game, put five players names out to the media so the media has somebody to um interview and talk about the games hype the game up come on you look down in the states it's nfl all day 24 hours a day seven days a week yeah they um... we don't do that here no, you, you get besides your, you get us. Your name another na- besides us. Name another podcast that concentrates on the CFL. Uh, I I can um, uh, uh, first and first and roar. I believe it's called. So it's a uh, podcast that's solely BC Lions focused in Vancouver. Three Down um, Nation. Three Down Nation has one. CFL supposedly has one. I've never heard it. I've never seen it. There's no marketing behind it. None. Zero. Find an app for the CFL. Oh, it's garbage. It, 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 the thing is, is it takes such minimal effort to update things. Oh. They they need to they need to get again. I I know you said it before. They need to get out of this TSN contract. I know it's good money for the league and it's good money for the players, but this contract that they're in with the with TSN. Is not great. Yeah, there's a yeah, blog there's page a called blog BC page. Lions yes. People. Yeah, but there's no oh. podcasts. Exactly. Thus, there's Jake. When Jake and I talked about it, we're like, he's all Jake has always wanted to do a podcast. Oh, so when we uh, no, no, about but, but, but let's let's rewind. Before a podcast were a thing, coming out of high school, what did I want to do? I wanted to go into radio. Yes, I applied for radio broadcasting. I did not get into the program. Uh, all sorts of issues with that. But this is where radio is going. The BC Lions are aired on BNN, Business News Network in Vancouver. There's no radio coverage of the BC Lions in Vancouver. Sportsnet uh, 650, I'm sure, covers a little bit, but why wouldn't? Why would they? They're, they don't hold the rights. Don't they have play-by-play? Yeah, they have on BNN 1040. That's it. Oh, really? Business News Network. They cut into their business news for the football game. Oh, okay. I've never it's, heard it's of the BNN 1040. 
it's not BNN ten forty. Sorry, I'm thinking TSN. It's BNN. I can't remember what it is, but it's okay. on the it's on the Business News Network. Used to in, be CKNW in, carried it. Yeah, and then and then Team ten forty um, yeah. started, and Team ten forty took it over. Team ten forty was bought out by TSN, and then TSN fired everyone. That's why we stick right. and Price. All oh, right, have yes, their own podcast. Yes. It, cool. There's uh, no do... coverage of the CFL. It, it draws me nuts because the game deserves the coverage. Well, it's the best, I think, the best sporting buck for your bang for your buck out there. Yeah. I just renewed my season tickets, 55 yard line, five rows up at the Empire, at Empire Stadium. It's like Empire Stadium because it sucks. McMahon Stadium. And it was under two grand for two, for two seats. tickets. It's insane. 50, and when I say 55-yard line, I'm literally straddling the 55-yard like, line. There have been times where we go and there's four seats altogether um, with uh, with Allison's sister. Yeah. And there's arguments on who's actually on the 55-yard line between those four seats. Yeah. That's that's how close you are to the 55-yard line. And it's under but, two grand. It's like 1700 yeah. bucks. It's. But none of my friends care about sports. No. Most of my friends don't care about sports. And if they do, it's passing interest in the CFL, mostly NHL. Yeah, exactly. Because what's played a lot, what's what's played more, what's talked about more. It's NFL. yeah, it's ridiculous. But we have run out of time somehow. We have gone over time. Which, you know what? It's our podcast. We can do whatever the we want. <laughs> we didn't. Not one time did we use your beep button except for there. And yeah. we, all the other sound effects that you were showing me beforehand... Oh yeah, no, I closed all of those because I oh. didn't want to be accidentally hitting them while you're trying to make a point or something. Well, that would have been like those were you gotta we have these sound effects. Work baby steps, baby steps, <laughs> baby steps. <laughs> I love that this time effect. to say goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether you are live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Or if you're listening to us on any of your podcasts platforms, uh, please do like and subscribe on YouTube on whatever platform you are. If you can review, please do give us a five-star review. It really does help. I know it seems silly, but um, the algorithm really does love it when we get those uh, those dupes. Uh, we also have a brand new Facebook page, uh, which is Hughes Sports Podcast, HSP. Um, you'll see our beautiful faces that you can see up in the right-hand corner if you're watching the video. Um, Twitter, HSP underscore pod. Uh, the only thing we really don't have at this point is TikTok and I Instagram. And th those both sound exhausting to me because I work a full-time job. And I ain't doing it because I don't get it. I exactly. look after Facebook. So, That's my job. He looks after Facebook. Five candidate announcing next week, Kevin, says Ron. Whatever that means. Everyone, that's the final <laughs> word of the day. That's the final word of the day. We're moving on with our lives. Have yourselves a wonderful week, and we will see you here next Thursday.